You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. All right, everyone, welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. As always, Dean Ungler here with Jared Haven all the way across the street in Los Angeles. But we have a very special co-host with us this week. You know her, you love her, you've seen her on your TV. Alexis Waters will be co-hosting with us this entire episode as she's ripping shots at Casamigos over there too. Um, So Alexis just off air explained to us that she was drinking for her and Raven's podcast, which if you haven't listened to that one yet, it's called Girls Night. Be sure to check that one out. Thank you, Dean. Yeah, we're going to plug that probably a few more times throughout the course of this podcast. Obviously. Um, so for the listeners out there, if you hear Alexis getting a little saucy, it's because she's probably already like seven shots in. No, I can handle my liquor. I really can. Yeah. I'm going Uh, to after this. So are you serious? Yeah, I can do it all. (laughs) You drink and then work out. You are a trooper. I have to, well, the gym I think is about to close. So I'm going to, I need to get my last one in. Last kick. Oh, yeah. Like they're yeah. shutting, they're shutting the gyms down again. But you're not like in a rush to get out of here or anything, are you? No, no. I'm, oh, I'm, thank you guys God. have my hundred percent Alexis right now, so come at me. Great, and like <laughs> like I said, just feel free to take as many shots as you want throughout the entire episode. Um, but Alexis, we haven't heard from you in a while. We know, like you, like we said, you have your own podcast with Raven over there. But fill us in on what's going on over in Hoop Nation. Okay, so Hoop Nation has been. Still active, but obviously not as crazy right now because of everything that's going on. But I am blessed that I still have my company and like everything, but it's been slow. So the podcast is actually so helpful because it's getting, it's basically me and Raven having a therapy session talking shit about Adam and Tyler. So it's good to like, because when quarantine was really bad, we were able to go to the studio still. So it was like, we can go like out of the house, like, and we were able to go twice a week. So like, thank God for that. But other than that, I've been just drinking tequila. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, when did you um, start, when did you start dating Tyler? Um, I met him through one of the girls on next season we actually had nick vile oh. on our episode today shout out to nick ah I, our favorite anonymous emailer yeah yes he's a big fan of help by second dating yes, he <laughs> is. is he are you guys being sarcastic no uh, a little bit of both oh hey nick hey um no we called him today and we said that he's our favorite ex-boyfriend he really is my favorite ex-boyfriend now that i think about it he's a good ex-boyfriend to have he'll always give you great advice 
Hey, Ashley. <laughs> I know, sorry, Ashley's just walking in the background. This is what happens when you record podcasts at home. Your significant others just walk in the background, which is totally fine. Um, well, the reason I asked, so I want to know how long you guys have been dating because I'm curious. Did you start dating like right before quarantine? And I was just curious about like the effect that quarantine has had on your relationship. No, they've been dating for like never. Yeah, we've been dating for like two and a half years. Oh, Jesus. I longer than that, times. even, right? Well, we met prior to Paradise. And then I was going on Paradise, but, but like I was banging him, but like I like what am I supposed to do? Like not have cool, sex. Cool. Right, right, right. So everybody was like, but I was also twenty three. I was like, I don't know if I like 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 him. I don't even remember like having sex with him the first four times. So right. um, <laughs> sorry, Tyler. He doesn't listen. Does to he me. know that? Yeah. <laughs> No, I, t I tell him that every, like, every day. I'm like, I don't remember having sex with you, like, the first four times, so it's just, like, blackout. But, yeah, so then I went on Paradise. I realized I, like, didn't like anybody. Sorry, Dean. And yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> no. But I just, and then we just kept booming, and then now we're in love. That's nice. awesome. Do you think quarantine has strengthened your relationship? uh made your relationship a little bit more stressful or has not affected it at all i feel like if he answered this question it didn't affect us at all because he is never starts fights i'm a psychopath and very dramatic so when i'll, I'll just be bored and like <laughs> i'll just like pick a fight for no reason but he give never, us an example once what's the last thing you guys thought about Oh, we just fought today, like literally five minutes. Cause he says that I'm leaving my sneakers by the door and like, I should put them away. And I was like, I read an article that like if COVID can transfer from sneakers and that just stuck in my head or like shoes. So I just leave them by the door. So I don't want to bring them like to the bedroom. And he's like, can you like put your shoes away? And I was just like, I snapped though. Like I have a, uh, but he loves it. Like if I didn't have, if he didn't have me, I'm very entertaining. If, I, if he didn't have me, he would be so bored with his life. All he does is play, like watch golf and play golf. <laughs> I mean, I feel like uh, we'd become best friends already just we for are, those two the qualities. Opposite, but it works. And I always do uh, Dean's videos of Kaylin. I copy oh. every single one because Tyler is very, he's, very business smart like he's amazing business but common sense i'm not saying keelan has no common sense but tyler has no common sense he's not that smart amazing business like literally is has some money that's why i'm with him but um no i'm kidding <laughs> i'm kidding but i always do the the questions that you ask keelan and he falls for him every single time it's amazing I know I need to, we need to like stockpile a bunch of those just so we can start knocking them all out. I know I need to copy. I need some new ones. So come on, help me out. But I uh, think for quarantine, I mean, it has its good days and bad days. Some days I love him. Some days I hate him, but I feel like he always loves me, which is all that matters. <laughs> I've got a question for you about the golf thing. Have you ever uh, wanted to play golf with him? Yeah, we did play golf together in Costa Rica and I literally have the worst ADD, so I can't do the whole 18 i can only do nine and then but you I just gave up the you went to the bar and drank yeah yeah but i'm i'm, well, I, I'm pretty good i asked that because i golf a lot as well and kaylin's always well not always but uh there have been talks of getting her on the golf course and like teaching her how to play golf and stuff but i figured it's just one of those things where if you don't enjoy it by now you're probably not going to enjoy it so i figured if tyler's always playing golf it like might, it might encourage you to get out there and like like you said drive the cart around maybe swing at the club a couple times no i i like when he goes so then i have the house to myself you know like tomorrow's yeah. birthday and i was gonna set up like this whole thing at the house and he's like well i'm gonna go play golf and i'm like yes <laughs> what are you gonna do for him i don't know probably throw on lingerie and make some steak Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh stay, what, what is it uh what do they call them at a strip club? It's like legs and eggs. That's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm going to make him yeah. some nice steak because I learned to cook during quarantine. And 
just when he walks in have lingerie on, but then he would have to shower after golf. So what am I going to do in the meantime? Just you just go in the shower with him. It's his birthday. Yeah, but I'll be like all dolled up in my lingerie already. True, true, true. And you don't want to get your makeup all messed up. Yeah, I want to like look good. So we'll see. But yeah, no, he's just a very chill, simple man. Like good, good, kind man. Doesn't talk a lot. So, well, let's talk about this. So it's been two and a half years. You guys have been uh, dating, right? Where the heck is the engagement ring? Um, all I care about are hoops right now. I can't even think about an engagement ring. Sorry, the engagement hoops then, I guess I should say. Yeah, I'll take an engagement hoop, but not an engagement ring. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, we'll see. Raven thinks it was going to happen if quarantine didn't happen, but I'm just like, he's also lucky because I'm only 26 and I still have some time, I feel like. Right, right. Your biological clock has given you a few extra years here. Plenty of time. And I'm 26. And I'm just like, I just am so focused on Hoop Nation and just like my personal finances. Like I want to be so financially stable when I get engaged. I don't know what, how that comes across, but I just want to be secure myself before I get engaged. So what the fuck was I thinking going on Nick Files season? <laughs> because I was like, literally just got out of college. <laughs> I mean, you were thinking what we were all thinking. Yeah. Know, take, take advantage of the opportunity while I it just, comes. No, I just was like, okay. I just was going with the flow. Like, I mean, if it happens, it happens. It doesn't, it doesn't. Do you think, like, looking back on your season of Nick, do you think that you were, like, actually developing feelings for him? One time I did. My vagina danced once. I actually told him <laughs> on the podcast. My vagina danced one time, but I think it was just because he was the only guy there that I could make yeah. out with. And then he made like some jokes. I told you, I think Jared, I told you this. He made some jokes and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this. <laughs> let's hear, let's, I got to hear the jokes. What are these jokes? Do you remember the joke at all? Oh, it literally, there was two of them he made. And I was just like, yeah, this isn't going to work. Cause humor is a big thing for me. <laughs> even humor is a big thing for me, even though Tyler literally is not funny at all. But, um, <laughs> See, yeah, I feel like you need, I, I feel like Tyler, from the way you're describing him, is perfect for you because he seems like perfect. quiet and stable and you just like, you throw the kitchen sink at him, but that's what you guys, you balance each other off so well. Yeah, and he helps me with business very well. Like, he helps me with my business. He like puts me in my place. He's a good person for me because we level each other out. Yeah, while you did that for him, you bring like the fun side out of him, which is something that he needs. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I'm guessing. We call him T Diddy when he gets fun because it's very rare. <laughs> T Diddy when he drinks the Casamigos with you? Yeah. No, he drinks Casa Azul, which is like so expensive. I'm like, he's so bougie. I can't. I'm like, <laughs> isn't, uh, isn't Casamigos super expensive too? I mean, yeah, it's, not, it's not cheap. It's not cheap, but the Casa Azul bottle is like a hundred and I think like $50. I remember that the first time I ever got like a, um, uh, like a booth at a club, we were in Vegas and it was our first Vegas trip. So we paid for a booth and we were like, we'll pay, we'll pay a bottle. Like we'll buy a bottle. We'll split it. It'll be fine. And then they give you the menu when you're at the club. And like the cheapest bottle is like Tito's for $750. And you're yeah. like, wow, this was the biggest mistake of my life. <laughs> yeah, no. Like you could have literally bought a bottle of Tito's and brought it to the club. I <laughs> uh, know it's so crazy. Anyway, that just reminded me of the story. Um, well, we have a great podcast coming up. We obviously have Alexis and Alexis. You're going to stick around for the entire thing. Thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. We also have Tracy McMillan coming up. She's been on the podcast before and she is on once again. She is uh, the host of family or fiance, which airs on the Oprah Winfrey network every Saturday night. We're going to also answer some emails later. Uh, one of which is from Anonymous, uh, a.k.a. Nick Bayall. Uh, thank you, Nick. Uh, so make sure you stay tuned. But before we get into uh, Tracy, let's take a little break. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, 
Well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, everybody, welcome back to help I suck at dating. Uh, we have a very special guest. You guys have heard from her before. Tracy McMillan, ladies and gentlemen. Tracy, how are you? Hi, I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing good. Um, thanks for coming back. Remind good us the last time we saw you. I think we saw each other in February, but that was like that other year. That It's like in that movie Being John Malkovich, there was like right. the seven and a half floor. <laughs> Right. That's what the first part of this year was. It was like this three-month thing that would happen in the middle, you know, in your well, and, and so since we saw you last, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you have this new show, Family or Fiance, coming out, right? Um, I had the show then, too. Oh, you did have it then. Okay, but I didn't we, remember we talking did about it. We did some episodes then, and now we're back with more new episodes every Saturday night on the Oprah Network. And so are these like real episodes or are these the quarantine version of the episodes? These are real episodes, but our show is basically quarantine. We take yeah. a couple who wants to get married and their families who are against it and move them all into a house and keep them there until they work it out or not, or, or break the engagement, <laughs> whichever comes first. Right, right. Or the entanglement, I guess, is the, which has the, been the buzzword well, that's lately. That's the thing. Let's t- I mean, entanglement's the word of the day. You know? Well, let's talk about entanglement a little yeah, bit. What do you think it means? Well, I think an entanglement, it's great. I mean, in a way, it's like anything that two people can negotiate is fine. And no one can say what two people who've been married for 20 years should negotiate. It's like a healthy relationship is all about stating needs and then negotiating how to meet those needs with the two partners. And the more creative you can get and the more the better it is. And when people leave relationships, it's because they have needs that are not getting met. So I feel like if they came up with a way to make it work, great. So so are we using the word entanglement as a buzzword for an open relationship? Like let's say Kaylin and I start having an open relationship. My uh, other endeavors have become entanglements. Is that what well, the entanglement- I'm say no, because I think the entanglement is more about the relationship with August 
than it is about the relationship with Will. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, it's like so the, the third party is the entanglement. It may or may not be open, who knows? But the entanglement's definitely happening. Alexis, so, I want to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, I don't think that the entanglement, I don't think they have an open, well, I don't really know what happened with the whole August thing. I didn't understand the entanglement either. But I like how Will called her out and was like, what does an entanglement mean? He's like, so, but they were separated. So it was basically a relationship. They were separated at the time. But I mean, I don't know. I'll let you know when I even get engaged. I'm not even at 25 years of marriage, so. <laughs> well, and I think part of it is that she chose someone who is not necessarily going to be like a marriage partner. He's 20 years younger than her. And it feels like the part of the reason they call it an entanglement is because it's not really going to go anywhere in the traditional sense of most relationships. Like it would be unusual for somebody to leave their husband for somebody 20 years younger. So like, isn't that just an affair? I mean, it is, except for the fact that the complication, the reason we need a new word is that technically she's married, but I think what they're saying is everyone's in agreement with it. Yeah. There's no secret. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, I mean, Will and her were going, had Will and her had issues. They had separated, and then that's when she went into the entanglement with him. And then he left her. August left her. And yeah. Well, okay. Her, so her this is my first time doing a little bit of digging on this whole thing, and I, the very first headline that pops up is August says he's still absolutely in love with Jade. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, but I think August broke up with with her. Which that makes sense because. See, so much of uh, dating is driven by mating, right? So mating is the purpose of getting together for the purpose of kids or the purpose of building like a family system. Dating is the process that gets you to mating. So if you're 27, your, your objectives in dating, eventually he's gonna get to mating in a way that, that a 40 something year old woman who already has two grown children doesn't, you know, that's gonna, they're, they're not, they don't have the same goals, put it like that. Yeah. And you saw that with um, Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher. It was like, that was very easy to predict that it was going to work for him until he wanted to mate. And then he's going to pick somebody who is his own age and have children with that person. Yeah, but don't you think that's a completely different situation just because Ashton Kutcher and Demi Moore got married? Like their goals were aligned for a while. And if if Ashton wanted to have kids with Demi and Demi didn't want to have kids, that should have been a conversation well before getting married. I feel like the whole Jada Pickett's- their, their goals were aligned like, we're going to Florida and you're, but you're going to get up in Chicago. Do you know what I mean? Like we're heading south, but that doesn't mean that we, our goals are aligned for a minute and then they're going to diverge, which is very predictable. Yeah, but I feel like if your goals aren't in line, don't get married. Like this Jada Pickett-Smith thing, the whole entanglement, I don't know, it just feels like this long, convoluted way of just saying she was separated from Will and slept with a younger guy. Yeah, that's basically what it is. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, I I guess there's, because I've heard this, like, entanglement and all these discussions about what's right, who's in the right, who is wrong, so on and so forth, and it's like... I feel like we're just making a mountain out of a mohill where yeah. like they were just separated and she felt like she needed to explore something else. And she kind of just got maybe caught up in the moment. And then now it's being called this entanglement. And, and my, I guess my question for you, Tracy, cause you said earlier, like we need a new term for this. Yeah. Why do we, why do you think we need a new term for it? Because I think that there's probably more layers than, um, I think there's more layers going on. And so when you are, cause I feel like this, my sense is she's not leaving her marriage. No, they're life partners. Exactly. Yeah, but she jeopardized it. That's yeah. why it's called an entanglement because she's not, I'm not leaving this guy. I never was gonna leave this guy, but it's not exactly the sen- like an affair in the sense where I fell in love with, you know, someone at work and now we're like trying to figure out how to be together or I'm just gonna keep her as a side piece. See, see it's not a side piece. Yeah, There's but I gotta, I, I have to, I, I gotta I gotta fight back against that because okay. like her saying, I don't wanna leave Will, that's not up to her anymore. 
Like, she's the one who slept with somebody else. Now I feel like it's up to Will whether he wants to continue being married. Okay, I'm going to give Jada. a let's bet. You want to make a bet? He's not going to leave her. No, no, no. I'm not saying He's he not will or won't. Bet. That's yeah. that's besides my point. Whether he does leave her or doesn't leave her, my point being, like, there, the it's kind we're, of us, us trying to say that there's a difference between an entanglement and an affair is because Jada had no intention of leaving leaving Will is kind of out the window because, like, just say like Ashley and I separate, uh, and then I sleep with someone else. And then I come back right. and I say, Ashley, no, 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 no. This is not an affair. It's an entanglement. I had no intentions of leaving you. You guys right. would say, fuck you, Jared. You slept with another girl. That's not up to you anymore. That's up to Ashley. And I feel like in this moment, it's up to Will. I feel like we have missing information here. My sense is that whatever they're calling a separation is, I don't, I almost feel like the world put that on there. I feel like they have an agreement. These two people are very conscious about what they do in every way. Like if you watch Red Table Talk, there's nothing messy. She didn't like slip and fall into something. I think that they make decisions. And of course, I don't know. But I'm just going to say there's a lot of intentionality in the way both of them move through the world. And so I'm going to guess that the reason she's calling it an entanglement is because there's an it's okay. There's an intention there. And the whole way we conceive of marriage is not the way they conceive of it. Well, yeah. and also, wasn't this show like pre-recorded too? So didn't they film it? And then they were, Jada was like, yeah, let's air this. Sure. Right? Like they've made the conscious decision to like let the world know what was going on. Yeah, I feel like there's more to the story. Like uh, sometimes I used to work in TV news for 16 years and there are certain stories where you're like, we're missing some facts. Yeah. <laughs> but Will also said he was done with her ass mm. before her and mm. August had their entanglement. So, I mean, it's very, I feel like it's, they just have an open relationship and it wasn't I don't know what to believe with them. Honestly. Well, and let's be honest with ourselves. We're going to sit here and say that Will hasn't been entangled with anyone else. Oh, Come on. 100%. That's why she said to him, like, he's like, I'm going to get you back. And she's like, you already, like, you have already. Yeah. So he's definitely done. I mean, it's their, it's their relationship. It's exactly. their marriage. It's how it yeah. works for them. So I think I, we're I just seeing them make choices where I think most people front. Yeah. You know? And like, they're so kind of, that's kind of not their agreement is to front. They just like, we we live authentically. And so they're just doing this now. Or and it worked for them. Is. And if that's ha if that's what makes them happy. But if Tyler ever went and had an entanglement with somebody else. Game over, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I agree. See, like with Will and Jada, you know, like you guys said, it's their relationship. They can do whatever they want and they have the power to do that. My question is more in terms of like the grand idea of like yeah. an entanglement versus an affair, yeah. not specifically with just Will and Jada. It was right. just their situation brought to light of that. And I want to talk about this more, but I also want to talk Tracy to you about quarantining right now, because yeah. obviously it's just the world we're living in quote unquote, yeah. the new normal. I'm already tired of that phrase, but <laughs> what are your thoughts about quarantine dating right now? Do you think people should go out? with other people. Yeah, I think it's fine to date in quarantine. I think it has a different tone to it. I think people are more real in quarantine in this one way. I think people are, the stakes are higher, they need connection more. So they're doing in some ways revealing more to get it, being more vulnerable, being more open with people. But I also think that you can end it quicker because people are getting more honest more, more quickly. So, you know, relationships can start and then they lead to a lot of phone conversations where you can sort of hear whether or not there's something that's going to work there. And then if it's not there, then you move on. So I feel like there's almost an efficiency in quarantine dating because you're not meeting face to face and accidentally slipping and falling on someone's dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then boom, you're all involved with this person and you wouldn't have even done that if you hadn't ever met them in person. You just would. So it's, I think it's a lot harder to get to that place of physical contact. And in the meantime, you kind of realize how many people are actually not right for you. That is true. And also you can say like, if you don't like them, I mean, I'm not about ghosting, but you can just be like, I have COVID, I can't see you. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm making harder choice, you know, 
It's like, I'm more clear about what I want in COVID. Now, what I think is interesting is that it doesn't look like it's going to be going away anytime soon. Oh, uh, like, don't say that. Right? Because in the beginning, no, we're like, we're going to do this for a little while, and then everything's going to go back to some kind of normal. But now I would not be looking for, especially in LA, I would not be looking for any kind of normal until a year from now. I agree. But, but I think that that could work in people's benefit. I think it's going to change the way people, they're not just going to be able to um, trade in, you know, if it were fishing, where you're just going to throw that fish back in and try for another one. I think people are going to have more value on a good solid connection. Like if you find something that's like good or great, you're going to keep it. That's what well, I you have to be like, you have to be a little bit more selective and intentional with it too, which I think is pretty helpful rather than, like you said, just slipping and falling on someone's, uh, uh, you know, Thanks. it's a, it's a little bit more of a conversation that leads to more intentional dating, which I think probably in the long run is a good thing. I think so too, because I think there's, you know, the idea of the paradox of choice that we have so many choices that you never choose one. Um, and I feel like now we're going to have to make some choices and that ultimately because like ultimately human beings are primates and, and we want secure attachment. We want to attach to people. So that is a, that is a goal of, of a human being is to find a person and pair bond. And so I think the way that we have the apps and there's just so many choices actually works against what is it, what is good for us, you know? And I'm not saying yeah. people get married forever or even be monogamous, but People want a primary attachment. That is a feature of being part of our species. And we're not going to talk anybody out of that because someone well, invented Hinge, you know? Right. And I like that you brought it up kind of uh, too, because I know that you in the past have mentioned that you have a complex dad situation. And so let's yeah. talk about that for a second and how funny, uh, father gonna, energy can affect I'm you today. I'm going to see my dad after this. So, cause okay. I'm in Minneapolis, my hometown. Um, yeah, so I think what people do is a lot of times when you have chemistry, what that means is you've encountered another person who's going to activate sort of landmines of unresolved things from childhood, unresolved things in your mother relationship, unresolved things in your father relationship. And so if you have a lot of unresolved dad things like I do, Although I'm getting mine resolved, but it's funny. It's like, it feels like there's always another one. I'm like, when are we done? You know, we're even past relationships. Like, well, where, where you don't have any big things to work on that are unresolved from the past. Like you, it feels like I should have resolved it all by now. Yeah. But in fact, <laughs> I still, I will, I don't want to go into my own dating life, but I will say I was on a phone call last night and the guy goes, so what, he's so smart. He goes, so what um, childhood wounds do you think I represent for you? <laughs> wow. Like, that's, that's such a good question. Yeah. <laughs> so next time you're out on a date or in one of these conversations, you should ask that to somebody. And of course I had a boom, boom, boom answer. He was like, whoa, I didn't think you were gonna have an answer. <laughs> is that a question you can only ask someone that you're just recently dating or is it someone like you can like, can we ask our significant others, even though- Oh, anytime you can ask that question. Cause you can also say, what are we working on right now? Cause- Wait, Can you say the question again? Cause I want to ask my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, I want to ask Kaylin too. What unresolved childhood things do you think I represent for you? Huh. Okay, someone's gonna- And what that's gonna be like, you guys, is it gonna be like a thing that you know matches your childhood? So in this case, there's a long distance situation, right? And my dad was in prison. So I can see how part of the thing that I'm really bonding to is how this lines up with that person who's not quite available to me, but is emotionally really available to me. Yeah, that makes sense. So, and I'm like, that's like, boom, 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 perfect match, ding, ding, ding with my childhood. Yeah. So then you go, okay, that makes sense. That's crazy. Yeah. And these, if you start to look for these kinds of patterns, you will see them everywhere. Why is that important? Because once you realize that you're in a pattern, 
you don't just start believing everything your mind tells you because your mind is going to be talking to you from like whatever 1992 your mind is telling you what to do from 1992 the child self is like hey alexis do this and oh, i was i was born i was born i think a year later two years later okay. <laughs> but i great so 1994 the 1994 self is going hey pick this guy or yeah. hey, say this thing to him or you know it'll think it knows what's going on but really it's coming out of the childhood experience and until you're able to differentiate that your relationships can get really messy yeah, no, my dad is very similar to Tyler, which is my boyfriend, and it's a really good thing. But I'm also like my mom, who's a psychopath, and they divorce, so I don't know how far. <laughs> you have both, you know? And yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, old, my mom. I'm like 50, uh, 80, 80, 40. Uh, 80, 90, I'd say a good 99.7. Yeah, 80, 40, but yeah. But you Percentage. Yeah, you can no, lower that percentage by resolving that stuff. Yeah. And then also my stepdad arrested my dad. Oh, wow. Yeah. So then my mom remarried to the cop that arrested my dad. Like Is the host. they met? Did. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Wait, no. She, she, that really happened, though. Like, my dad got arrested by my stepdad. I mean, everything's good now. This is like... 20 years ago, but. Drama. Drama, drama, drama. So you could find yourself being attracted to people who were representing your mom, representing your dad. Like I've been in whole relationships and I'm like, oh, that was a, a mom relationship or yeah. that was a dad relationship. Yeah, I want to be in a dad relationship. I don't want to be in a mom relationship. Well, Sorry, so mom. Yeah, <laughs> well, you know what about chemistry. The chemistry is the signal that there's unconscious stuff going on yeah interesting uh yeah. tracy i know that you have a you have to get going soon but before you do i obviously want to talk about your show family fiance saturday nights alexis uh it's on own which is uh oprah winfrey's network at 9 p.m 8 central uh so tell us about it i think this saturday is the third episode of season two if i did my math correctly yes yay um it's such a good show because Really, it's like there's a couple that wants to get married and their families and friends, some combination of family and friends are against it. So everyone moves into a house in Malibu and they work it out. And sometimes they don't. But what does happen is that, so basically most people's relationship issues, as we were just talking about, come from their families. So when you get the family and the couple in the same house, you basically have the cause and the effect in the same house and then, you know, on day one, the couples always come in and they're like super happy and in love. And on day two, they come in and it's like, they are shook, okay? <laughs> they are like, what just happened? And, um, but by day three, we really do end up working through a lot of stuff and all sorts of outcomes happen. We consider a happy outcome, anything that's in the highest good. So if that means the couple breaks up, but it's right and you know that's the right thing to happen, then yay. And so, and so they spend three days and at the end they ask for the blessings. It's kind of like the rose ceremony, except for they say, will you give us your blessing? <laughs> and you know, there's six blessings to get and sometimes they get zero and sometimes they get six and sometimes they get one and all sorts of things in between. But um, it gets very real. There's drama, there's tears, there's you know, humor, but mostly you, there's not one couple that you're not gonna identify with something going on in their relationship. Yeah, it's a really relatable concept. The idea, I mean, I, I've been in a situation where I was with somebody that I knew my parents wouldn't approve of, and then vice versa, I've been with someone that I knew my family would love. And I questioned whether I should be with them because I knew they fit in with the family so well or not. Right. Yeah, well, that's so. what Harry and Megan are. That's just a family or fiance situation. And he chose fiance, you know? Yeah. That's kind of the nice thing about my situation is I don't care what my family thinks. So I'm just going to do whatever I uh -huh. want. That's more my thing too. No one, no one cares who I, what I yeah. do. Yeah, no one cares. Personally, my mom likes Tyler way more than me, so. <laughs> That's a good sign. What about your dad? Oh, they're like the same person. 
Except my dad's dad's like obsessed with the Miami Dolphins and Tyler's a diehard Cowboys fan. So that's Uh the only tiff they have. But if that's the only tiff, I think it's all bad. That's a fun (laughs) tiff. Yeah, that's not so bad. It could have been worse. He could have been like a Jets fan or something. Or a Patriots fan. Well, I mean, if he was a Patriots fan, he'd have great taste. Um, uh, Tracy, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. I like hanging out with you guys. Yeah, Yeah, this is fun. Nice to meet you. Yeah, it was good chatting. Next time, hopefully in studio. Yes. The question is, um, what childhood wound do you think that I represent for you? Right. I gotta be honest, I was thinking about this throughout the podcast after you asked the question about like, I know. what, I'm like, what I void like does Ashley do for me? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's gonna be something that gets your heartbeat going and you're, you know, there'll be a physical response when you're in it, so. Yeah, I think I have an idea. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Tracy, once again, thank you so much for All joining right. us. And then everybody, uh, obviously go watch Family or Fiance, which is on Saturday nights on the OWN Network, which is Oprah Winfrey's network, uh, 9 p.m. 8 Central. Uh, go check it out. Tracy, thank you so much. Bye, Thanks, guys. Tracy. Bye. Bye. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the email segment of Help I Suck at Dating. Alexis is still here, and she is going to help us answer some of these questions that our listeners have emailed into us. And for the record, if you have a question or you want to share a story, it's I suck at dating at iheartmedia.com. Uh, Alexis, this one's from Jane. It's short and it's sweet, and I think you're going to have some good insight on it. Uh, Jane wants to know, 
Is it a red flag that I hate all of my boyfriend's friends? I've been dating my boyfriend for a couple of months, and I only hang out with his friends a handful of times. I really enjoy hanging out with my boyfriend, but every time I hang out with his friends, they just really annoy me. I don't know if this helps, but all of us are in our mid-20s. Is this normal, and what should I do? Any advice would be really appreciated. So I'm sure Tyler has got friends. He seems like a popular guy. I don't know if you like him or dislike him, but let's say you freaking hated all of them. What would you think that is, red flag or no? Um, I mean, I hate some of his friends, but I mean, I love Tyler, so I'm going to just compromise and stick it out. But I mean, if you hate all of his friends, that's like, I only hate like a select few. (laughs) And I like tell Tyler prior to going like, don't, well, like we, we go on vacation or anything. Like I'm like, don't invite them. And he actually listens to me. So you maybe just like have to dominate and just be like, I'm not hanging out with these people. (laughs) As long as it's not all of them. Yeah, like I, guess- I love, yeah, not all of them, but I, I love most of Tyler's friends, so I don't have that problem. But if you do have that problem, you have to dominate and say, your friends kind of fucking suck. Like, what do they do, like, for you? My interpretation of it is the people that you're friends with are the people that, or that's kind of like, what, it's like a reflection of you, you know? So if yeah. you have all of his friends, then, it's quite a good sign. Yeah, I... I only hang out with people that are like good people. I mean, you've got to cut the, you got to cut the cord up at some point. So if he just has there, he said they're mid twenties. Yeah. So same as you. Yeah. So guys are, my guy friends are like still very immature. I love them, but in five years, half of those friends aren't going to be there. So just maybe wait it out. <laughs> yeah. Just suck it right, up for five years and then you'll be, you'll be in the clear. Yeah. But I wouldn't be with a guy who had sucky friends. When I think about it too, and it's like, when I think about my friends, I have like my friends who I like, wouldn't be ashamed of introducing to anyone in the world. And then my other friends (laughs) who are like still just as good of friends, but they're complete idiots. And like the fact that Kaylin might dislike them is like, I would expect her to dislike them because they suck, you know? Yeah, I but I have friends from like high school who I love to death. I literally, my one, friend who I've been friends with since kindergarten. I hate her so much, but I, I will never get rid of her. I love her. Ty, like Tyler knows, like, he's just going to have to deal with her. If you love me, you're going to just have to deal with her. <laughs> I love you, Sam Supa, but. Package deal. It's a package. Some some of them are just a package deal. Yeah. If you want to get with me, you got to get with my friends, you know, as immortalized, oh. immortalized words. By the wonderful, wonderful Spice Spice Girls. Uh, yeah, I mean, Jane, do you really hate all of his friends? All of them? There's not one friend? Because like you said, uh, Alexis, there's always like a couple friends where you're like, yeah, I don't mind hanging out with them. But yeah, if you but hang out with so-and-so, I'm going to be in my room. <laughs> yeah, like I'm hiding. Yeah, so, you know, select a couple good friends, Jane. That would be my advice. And be like, hey, yeah, you know. Select a couple, and then if you really – if I mean, he's still in his mid-20s, so he'll probably learn if his friends do suck. Or maybe yeah. Jane sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> she doesn't suck because she listens to this podcast. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Jane. I love you. You, If he wants Jane. to get with you, he, you need to get with his friend. Wait, uh- what? <laughs> yeah, no, you nailed it. You nailed it. Jared, do you want to read this uh, anonymous emailer? Yes. So uh, we have an email. Yeah. Hello, Nick. Uh, thank you for emailing us again. This email is from anonymous. It says, I matched with a guy on Bumble. Overall, we seem to have a lot in common. For context, I'm 26 and the guy is 31, but the date ended up being horrible. He talked about himself the entire time and didn't try to get to know me at all. I asked if he thought he was ready to date and he said he wouldn't have asked me out if he wasn't. The day after the date, I received a long text from him saying he didn't feel like himself on the date, that he really doesn't really feel ready to date. Well, that's weird. He contradicted himself in 24 hours. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago when I stumbled upon a picture of him and a girl. Naturally, I scrolled through the comments and landed on one of someone asking, when did this happen? The girl in the photo responded saying they had been talking since January. January! Four months before we even matched and went out. So, all of this backstory to get to my real question slash topic of discussion. Do you guys really think this kind of behavior is okay? If the guy wasn't into me, why did he make up excuses? 
Or if he liked this other girl, why was he still playing the field after months of talking to her? Alexis, mm. what are your thoughts? Go, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he's an asshole. He's an asshole. <laughs> like, he's a full-blown asshole. Like, he was probably that girl that he took a picture with. Probably wasn't giving him attention, so he used her, the other girl, just for the short time frame that he had to, you know, probably get it in or whatever, and just use her to get back at the other girl. So he's just a full-blown asshole. <laughs> I mean, I could have said it better myself. Yeah, I think this guy's a full-blown asshole. Playing the field while talking to a different girl. Dean, what are your thoughts? Yeah. It sounds like he's an asshole. My question for Anonymous is why does she care so much about what this guy thinks? I mean, yeah, maybe she likes him, but it sounds like she didn't even really enjoy herself when she was with him. So it's like, what's the, like, why are you even getting hung up about a guy that sucks anyways? You know? I find yeah. myself caring about things I shouldn't care about. I dwell on things. Yeah, but the fact that she had to go to the... When you're in a situation and you have to go to a girl's, in, your, the guy's Instagram, find the girl and DM that girl. That's when you know it's already a mess. Yeah. Like that's when you know, when you have to start Instagram stalking, that's when you know it's 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 never gonna work. But I think I it's, it's kind of- I don't what? even look at Tyler's, I don't even, I don't even look at Tyler's Instagram. I probably well, don't- That's what I was gonna say. Him. I think, I think, <laughs> I think uh, the fact, that she's doing that there's probably a problem on both sides yeah the guy sucks but maybe you're a little not you maybe this anonymous email is a little insecure right so yeah. it's like why would you even be going and doing that anyways but in addition yeah. to that it's like yeah you it sucks that you had to find out that way i don't yeah. know it's kind of a lose-lose it sounds like this person maybe needs to do some introspection and like yeah. you said it's like why would you never go through tyler's instagram yeah you have to be secure so but right. i'm telling you i've been there girl I've done Instagram stalking. I used to DM girls like a psychopath. So I feel you, but there's light at the end of the tunnel. Just keep going. Yeah, I mean, to People be fair, Anonymous it. was asking if, if we think that this behavior is okay. And like, it's not okay. I, I, think, I think her question was like, why do guys do this? Like, why do guys make up excuses or why do guys still mm. play the field when they're obviously like maybe not exclusive with someone, but been hanging out with them for four months. And he I would was, say, yeah, just guys can be sorry. assholes, especially when they're young. No, 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 go Alexis. That's all. No, I mean, it's just like, if a guy wants to be with you, he's going to be with you. There's no True. if, and like, there's no if and in buts. Like if a guy wants to be with you, he's going to be with you. If he doesn't yeah. want to be with you, he's going to be around and like doing other things. So you don't want that type of guy. So anonymous, just keep it moving. Yeah, I would say an anonymous, keep it moving. And then, I mean, and the other girl obviously doesn't know what's going on. The girl in the Instagram photo. Oh, yeah. But, like, she should keep it moving, too, because this yeah. guy's playing the field. Yeah. He right. is a douche lord. Douche And listen, lord. If, there's, if a guy is interested in playing the field, there's nothing that you can say or do, really, that's going to, like, change his mind about it. It's kind of got to be something that he makes up himself. Yeah. You know, like you're like, Dean, have let you played the field? Yeah, of course I have. What is a silly question, Alexis? <laughs> I know. I'm just with you. Alexis, have you played the field? Yeah, Alexis, yeah. answer that. I'm not yes, you have. Field. No, have. Oh, have have I played the field? Oh, yes, I've played the field. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all have. We all played, played the field. When you uh, started dating Tyler, was Tyler, was Tyler playing the field or was he ready to date someone? No, he like told me he... Well, I told my love him first, but he was telling his friends that he loved me like week two. And I'm Whoa, like, so soon. Oh. <laughs> I don't even remember having sex with you. So like, we need to <laughs> slow down. <laughs> I know I'm amazing, but like, <sighs> relax. How long did uh, it yeah. take you for this to, to say I love you? Because you said you were the first person to say it to each other. I said I loved you first. But how long? How long into the relationship before you said it? I think like... Six months. Okay. That's seven a, months. It's a fair enough time, amount of time. Yeah. I mean, I also went and went on paradise in between. So. <laughs> yeah, you it's know, a good I... power move, though. It's like, listen, I know you might like me, but I'm just going to go ahead and do this TV show. So. Yeah. Not like also, me. It love was, me. Was, no, no, no. It wasn't that. I mean, to him, I think it was more serious than I was taking it. 
I was also 23. I was like, I don't know what I want. Like, I don't even know if I'm that into you. Like when I was having sex with you, I really don't remember. So like, God. obviously I was going on paradise to have an open mind. So yeah, I was playing the field that there's a example right there. That's amazing. It worked, it but Tyler, for your was name, my, Tyler was my quarterback. He was my Tom Brady. Oh, you know, I, I disgustingly cute. Ashley, Ashley's my Tom Brady. Ashley, Ashley literally wants to kill me for how many times I mentioned Tom Brady in a day. Uh, Dean, do, you wanna, do, you, do you want to read uh, another email? Yeah, well, it's it's uh, kind of appropriate to ask this too. So since we're all in relationships, Morgan wants to know, I was just cleaning out my closet and found a lot of my ex-boyfriend's old sweatshirts and shirts that I took while we were dating. We're not on bad terms. So do I give them back? Do I donate them or do I just throw them away? Any advice you might have would be appreciated. So let's say, Alexis, you were moving out or something like that and you found a bunch of old sweatshirts from another old boyfriend. What would you do? Like, I would find old sweatshirts of, I mean, I would find like bras and underwear from another girl. No, 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 no. Let's say you're moving out and you found a bunch of Nick's old sweatshirts that you stole from him when you guys were dating. Uh, what would you do with them? Would you give them back to Nick or would you donate them? Would you throw them away? Would you burn them? Would you give them to Tyler? You sell them? <laughs> well, if they were nice sweatshirts, I would sell them. If not, I would probably give them to Goodwill. Throw them on Poshmark or what? Yeah, I'll throw them on Poshmark. Or um, I love Poshmark. I'm a Poshmark queen. But um, I would usually I would give them to Goodwill if they were like nothing or I wouldn't give them to Tyler. No, 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 no. Would you give them back to Nick? Would you like reach out and be like, hey? No, they're mine now. (laughs) So your advice for Morgan is don't give the sweatshirts back. No, because that's like opening the door. It's like when you like leave a hoop behind. Like you're, I, sometimes I would like in the old days, I would like leave a hoop so I can text him and be like, hey, I left something so I could just talk to him again, you know, like a creep. So that makes sense. And now I have a hoop company, like so crazy. But I would leave a hoop behind and be like, oh my God, I left my hoop there. Like they're so important to me. But I would just do that just so I could text him. And then like, I would see him again, you know? So you think, well, like, it sounds like this girl stole these though from her boyfriend oh. at the time. So, and in my, from what I understand, it sounds like this guy probably on his PL already chalked all this stuff up, up as losses yeah so it's like he doesn't even remember having these sweatshirts and shirts they're gone in his eyes yeah you so probably don't need to give them back yeah i wouldn't give them back i wouldn't give them so back I... either just but let's say him. she starts let's say she starts dating someone new and then she's got these guy this guy's like shirts around the house you think it's a good thing or a bad get thing? rid of them get rid get of the rid shirts of goodwill. yeah <laughs> yeah goodwill needs them more than you do especially yeah. if you start dating someone new. i would never text him and be like hey do you want your sweatshirts back because that's yeah. just opening up like the past and you don't want to do that do you want your gray gap sweatshirt back yeah. <laughs> i have six hollister sweatshirts for you <laughs> hollister they probably smell great if that's the case um all right alexis jared is going to read one more email for us is that cool and then we'll let you go yeah let me do one more shot for being on the podcast. One, one more shot. More. Yeah. While you're taking that shot, Jared, you want to read it for? Her? Yes. This is from Tiffany. It says, I'm 34 and I started dating a guy who's 29 back in May. We had many great conversations and there was a true connection between us. With how well things were progressing, I started to have genuine feelings for this man. On our last date, he blurted out that he loved me. I didn't say anything back and he didn't even take it seriously as it was only the third date. I did make it clear to him that I do like him and want to see where things go. He told me he he told me we would talk the next day and get together over the weekend. He didn't reach out to me the following day and canceled our plans to get together on Sunday. Over the last month, he has been extremely distant. He said that he was still interested, but he felt overwhelmed and hasn't figured out how to balance the responsibilities in his life, such as being in school and focusing on his alcoholic recovery. He's two years sober. I've backed off and have given him space to return to me if he wishes. Why would he be so distant after expressing how he felt about me? Did he get scared off by his feelings? Is backing off and giving him space the correct approach to this? I think, yeah. this guy's a little cuckoo. Yeah, I think this guy needs to figure himself out. He's, he's yeah, probably very he nice. Has, yeah, I think he has some issues that he has to deal with himself. I don't think she should take it personally. 
I think she, he needs to figure out his own personal. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't take anything personally if I were her, because I, clearly he has some things to figure out. Like he's in, he's gonna be two years sober. That I mean, he just I feel like he has a lot of emotional baggage right now. True. Maybe but you should I take a shot in honor of his two years sobriety. That's so fucked up. I'm no, so you should do it. I think you should. I think you should. I think being two years sober is incredible. I think it's a great uh, thing for this particular person. But I also think that, he, like Alexa said, uh, he might have some uh, emotional uh, issues right now, especially if you're telling someone on the third date that you love them and then they don't reciprocate the feelings. And when they don't, you just immediately cut off communication with this person. Like, Maybe he got scared too. I mean, he probably did, but like... I mean, if you're telling someone you love them, you're you're obviously not in love with them if you're giving up on them after they don't tell you that you they love you back after the third date. Like, yeah, it's, it's maybe he's embarrassed. Best maybe, if they go their separate ways. Yeah, maybe, maybe he's he embarrassed, is embarrassed. That he said it and she didn't say it back. I'm sure he is, but I've told somebody I love them. They didn't say it back. That didn't stop me. <laughs> yeah, no, same same with me. I told somebody I love them. They didn't say it back, and I still tried to communicate but i also then like then once i got him i didn't like him anymore <laughs> <laughs> that's the classic, like, classic oh, f girl what that's the classic f girl yeah i didn't like him <laughs> i thought i did you just but wanted to get him to like you i think because he didn't want me and then i was like no and then I went out on a date with him, and then I was like, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think I like you. You're like, no, you're going to want me. And then he wanted you, and you were like, okay, like, my okay, job bye. here is done. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't the plan, but like that just how it happened. Hey, we've all been there. Uh, for yeah. Tiffany, I think it's probably best if you guys uh, go your separate ways. He might have gotten a little scared off by you not telling him that you love him back. But like Dean said, I feel like he was probably more embarrassed. He's probably not in love with you. He probably has to do some self-reflecting. Uh, and so it's probably best if he, if he works on himself. I would not yeah. be personal. Agreed. It seems to be consensus uh, agreement. Alexis, you are awesome. Thank you for co-hosting and helping all of our emailers find uh, some solace in their dating lives. Uh, we t mentioned at the top of the podcast, but plug your podcast with Raven real quick for us. Okay, so Raven and I have a podcast called Girls Night. It is available every Monday. And then I also have a jewelry line called Hoop Nation. The best, I don't know a lot in life, but I do know a good pair of hoops. So Hoop Nation by Alexis, baby. Hoop Come Nation, she's got a podcast. Who is this businesswoman? She's all over the place. Killing it, killing it. And the then game. I'm going to be on Real Housewives of Dallas. Are you serious? Wait. Yeah, when I'm like engaged. <laughs> oh. Do you have to be a housewife in order to be on Real Housewives? You can't just be like a girlfriend. Wait, yeah, that'd be pretty good. You and Raven Bull should be on it. Oh yeah, it's happening. I mean, <laughs> put it out in the universe right now. Oh yeah, no, that's what I keep doing. I'm gonna put it out in the universe. Like I'm gonna be on Real Housewives of Dallas, but I just need to get rich first and maybe get married. So honestly, I don't think you need either that's of those to be on the show. Because I, I, I'm only. The, I think the ladies are like 40, so like I need to like maybe I'm 26, so. You'd be like the nice breath of young, fresh air. Oh, I'll stir the pot. I mean, I won't. I won't stir the pot. I would just bring the tequila and bite. No, I'm kidding. I can see, yeah. I can see like hitting someone in like a, in like a fun way. Yeah, like a punch in the shoulder. You know. <laughs> no, well, I would have to. No, make, but like a knockout punch to, in the shoulder. No, I would. I'm not really a talker when it comes to fighting. I'm definitely more of just like I'll hit you, but yeah, I don't swing first, ask questions later. <laughs> I don't advocate fighting, but you know, if it if it happens, it happens. It ha if it happens, it happens. All right. Well, so for the listeners out there, be sure to check out Alexis on Girls Night. Be sure to check out Hoop Nation. Be sure to DM Tyler Fernandez on Instagram, telling him to propose to Alexis. Be sure to check out Real Housewives of Tom Dallas. Was not ready. She wasn't ready. <laughs> she wasn't ready. Um, thanks to everyone who emailed in. Obviously, thank you to Tracy McMillan as well. Uh, Alexis, let us know whenever you want us to come co-host one of your podcasts. Oh, okay? yeah. 
Let's do it. Come on up. Come we'll on. A, we'll have a girls slash guys night. Oh, yeah. I got nothing else going on, so. It'd be funny because you guys, Alexis, you and Raven probably be drinking the tequila, and, and Dean and I would be uh, drinking our, our vodka sodas. Oh. Twisted teas. I'm a big twisted tea guy. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm, I'm not yeah. proud of it, but I do love them. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to drink twisted teas when I was like in eighth grade. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Nerd. All right, anyway, no. that'll do it for this week's Thank episode. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm yeah, happy you're the to best. break you with your my presence and i'm sorry jane you're not an asshole i feel bad for calling you that maybe you suck but you don't suck jane and his friends do suck exactly all right we'll be sure to next week where maybe we'll all suck just a little bit less follow help by suck at dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts it's time to celebrate black history month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.